Students, you are now in your prep time. Your prep time has ended. With the magazine of 15 rounds, make it to issue one weapon. Is the line ready? The line is ready. Shooters, firing five rounds in a time limit of 60 seconds. Stand by. Contact. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pit Talk, pulling pits and opinions with your host, Gunny G. As, li- as some of you like to call me, Big Isa, Big G, G Money, whatever you want to call me. We're back. We're back with a special guest, ladies and gentlemen. But first, let me just say, I hope you guys had a good weekend. I know it's been two weeks since we since the sessions popped off on Spotify, Apple, you know, wherever you get your podcast, ladies and gentlemen, just subscribe, follow, like, all on social media. Don't forget about that. And then send it to your friends. Send it to your military soldiers, sailors, Air Forces. What are they called? Airmen? I think it's called Airmen. Airmen? Send it to them. Let them know. Um, but anyways, we've got a special guest by the name of Gunner Sergeant Alan Mann. This guy's hailing in from Hawaii, ladies and gentlemen. Hailing in from Hawaii. I appreciate the time, taking the time to call in. Um, we got a good topic and just a good, sh- good session coming up for you, uh, Marines and Sailors and whoever listens. But uh, Gunnery Sergeant Mann, you can you hear me? I can. What up? Hey. For the record, I ain't never heard nobody call you any of those nicknames. <laughs> for the record. It's the, it's the young folk, you know. I got to bridge the generational gap, so the young folk caught me that. You're just my age, so you're just going to call me Izzy or Garcia, you know what I mean? Professional. Yeah, I never heard nobody say anyone. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got Gunshar Man on, on the horn. Thanks for uh, taking the time to call in and, and, and chop it up with me. I know uh, I sent, uh, we, were gonna, we were talking earlier a couple weeks ago about what we're going to talk about. And uh, I guess uh, hopefully this topic is relevant. And I hope that the Marines get something out of it. Yeah, because I know I'm going to get, I'm trying to learn per se. Um, Gunshar Man, can you just. Uh, quick introduction about yourself and where you're from you know married single bachelor bachelorette whatever you know whatever you do nowadays hit it hi so married three kids originally from pennsylvania uh right outside of harrisburg a little shithole town called lebanon Mm. um but part of the reason i joined the marine corps to get away from all that nonsense um yeah that's pretty much it that's quick and dirty how much the best team by the way pittsburgh like that's right division three or like what is this steelers no, Pittsburgh Steelers. oh yeah oh gosh not your dallas <laughs> not your dallas team yeah right dude dallas is always a playoff contender in my dreams you know what i mean playoff container <laughs> but ain't no playoff winner yeah that's good that's that's fair point that is a fair point i don't know steelers are in the on the rebuilding right so I wouldn't talk so much. No, nah, they'll they'll be all right. They'll be all right. The AFC is way harder than the NFC. Oh God, 
Yeah, right. You know, that's a different topic what? for a different session. This, this, this is not it. I, I don't think I'm going to win that topic either because I'm not too sports savvy anymore. After the whole uh, no national anthem, taking the knee thing, it kind of just became less of a fan. I'm starting to get back into it. Hopefully it, it you know, goes back to normal a little bit because sports is sports, right? I mean, they've kind of watched that at the NFL level. But. Yeah. You know, I like to watch hockey now. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a pretty violent sport. It is. But, you know, the, the part that I like about it is that they all go to the, the middle of the rink. They stand there with their hand over their heart and they sing the national anthem. And then when the game is done, even after all the brutal punches and pushes and, and checks, right? They they give each other a handshake. Good game. Sportsmanship. So they're definitely yeah, put... It's not often that happens. Yeah, it's it's, but it's a good thing in hockey and definitely baseball too. I think if I'm not if I recall, but anyways, enough about sports. That's a that's another topic in itself. But um, like I said, I appreciate you calling in, Guns, and uh, not I, a problem. Uh, I know that you're definitely more seasoned than I am. I'm just a young baby in this game, right? I'm just trying to make the right moves per se. I don't know if you make understand that analogy, but in this game life. Life of chess. I wouldn't chess. necessarily say you're young, but yeah. A <laughs> uh, uh, little younger in the core, yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. I think we're, what, how old are you, like 44 now? Hell no, that's you. I'm only 34. <laughs> oh, okay, so you're a year younger than me, yeah, but you definitely look older with the balding going on in your over there. Yeah, it's from dealing with S1 messing up my paycheck. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So I got, I got you on. Yeah. Because I know that uh, there's a lot of questions out there, a lot of speculation. At least, at least is what the young, young folk tell me. Uh, they're trying to understand it more, or they're trying to see why it's so relevant in, in their time. Uh, I know you've recently completed a course. Can you tell me about that course? I think it's called the EOR course. I don't really know what it's called, but that's correct. It was a couple of months ago, um, which is why we waited a little longer. I wanted to see. The effects after taking the course before we did the podcast instead of doing it straight out because mm-hmm. you don't really know the effects of something until a little bit after you know what i'm saying so yeah of course. either way it's the equal opportunity course uh that's specifically relating the pack order mm. okay and what's the pack for some of them for some of the people that you know don't wait don't want to uh take the time to know what that stands for yeah so the pack is the prohibited activities and conduct. It's mm. pretty much how you're supposed to conduct yourself on a day-to-day basis, essentially. And in if the, you don't, that's the order they're going to use to get you. Uh, in, in the workplace, or is this just in general? Uh, in general. It does not just incur about the workplace. It's also your off-duty as you mm. are military 100% of the time. Got it, got it. I got you. That makes sense. Uh, and I'm, I think everybody is... Uh, I know the Marine Corps has their specifics when it comes to the PAC, right? But I'm, I think that's a DOD-wide kind of regulation, isn't it? Uh, so this one specifically is just the Marine Corps units. Um, so it's Marine Corps-based order. However, if the Navy is attached to a Marine Corps unit, then they also have to follow the pack. They have their own version of the order. Mm. Each uh, DOD does. And then the civilians as well, they have their own version as well. Geez, so everybody has their own little spiel on it, huh? They do. And, it's and- not. We're just the, kind of the last ones to come to actually create the order based off all the other branches and the civilians. 
Hmm. I think that's trial by fire and error. I'm pretty sure. We've seen everybody else implements their policies, and it almost seems like you know we wait for them to mess up. Okay, we'll 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 shave off the clay on this edge, right? And we'll just mold it mold it to until it's it's ready to go for to push out in the Marine Corps. Right? I'm assuming that's the way. I mean, we kind of always do everything, even with like the don't tell and all that other things. When I got rescinded mm-hmm. years ago, yep. Uh, we kind of watch all the other sister and brother units or uh, services fail, and then we implement something that actually works. Mm, so we're usually the last of the Mohicans to change anything, if we do change yeah, anything. Yeah, we are. Right? So, um, well, the EOR, ladies and gentlemen, Equal Opportunity Representative course, uh, and it helps. Uh, well, let's get to the question because I don't know. I I would like yeah. to know that it helps. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get to the specifics here later. Um, yeah, so first, my first question for you, Guns, is um, I know they separate they separate sergeants and below, and and then E sixes and above, and then I'm assuming I think the officers are in the same as the staff and COs, right? As far as the teaching of the uh, pack, correct. Uh, so it's actually split off into, depending on the unit size and the makeup of that unit, It's uh, it could be up to four different classes. So it's the same material that's taught to each class. However, we break it down like Lance Corporal and Blow, class or NCOs, one for staff and COs, and one for officers. Oh, so here we okay. did officer and staff together because there's only a couple officers here. You know that. So yeah, yeah, we yeah, just group them all together. So, um, for, ladies and gentlemen, real quick, we uh, I met Gunny Man up in uh, in Hawaii. I just recently transferred from over there, so uh, bittersweet. Uh, I know you miss me. Don't don't miss me too much, because then your your work gets affected. <laughs> the, the little work that you do gets affected. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think that's uh, backwards, there, guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guns! Before we get into this, the the meat and potatoes, you didn't even how long you been in. Uh, 15 years. Dang, son. Okay, it's one more duty yeah. station. One more tour getting, than I have. Getting to be in, shit, I'm on my eighth unit right now. Holy mackerel. You know what? Actually, let me count. One, two, three, four, five. I've been in five different, well, six, but three, one, two, three, four different tours. Yeah, four different duty locations. Oh, so where are you, where where'd you start off at? Where, uh, what duty stations, or yeah, what's uh, your first duty originally, station? Originally, I was at Lejeune. I was there for five years. Did two pumps to Afghanistan, uh, came back, went to 29 Palms for three years, um, and then came back to Lejeune again hmm. for another seven. Holy um, man. You like the East Coast or what? I do. Nice. Um, well, because you're from that side. You're, you're, you're from yeah, the 13 Colonies. So. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. close to the family, um, hmm. close enough to where I can go visit when I want, but it's also far enough to where I don't have any unwelcome visitors. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? extended family so just showing up. Keep everyone at arm's length, you know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. You know what? Extended family, this is for all you extended family. We want to be far enough so you don't just show up in our house. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. You need to call <laughs> before you come first. And then yeah, uh you, where and then after Lejeune the set you said seven years, right? And then you came over to Hawaii? Yeah, is, I did a I did a mew during that seven years. Solid. Um and then yep, and then came over to good old Hawaii. Good, good old Hawaii. Um, it's it's definitely pretty. It is definitely pretty. pretty. <laughs> Dude, actually, on the transition over here, be, believe it or not, the little uh, the little what is it like an eight ounce or ten ounce little thing of milk, right? A little swig of milk. 
We usually get it for the yeah. baby and, and tra- you know, if we forgot the milk or whatever the case may be, we get the little 10 ounce, little it's eight ounce, full ounce. It was like $4, right? In Hawaii, just to get any, anywhere, right? Well, the, as soon as we hit the hair, airport in Seattle, it was $1.30. Yeah. Kids, you That's not. Crazy, right? $3 difference <laughs> just right off the bat. I was like, thank you, Jesus. We're back to the real world, right? Goodness. That's man. how I felt coming here. Like I was getting robbed going to the grocery store. Seriously, the milk is ridiculous. $10 a gallon over there. I, want, I haven't bought milk here yet, so I'm not sure. I, I haven't been grocery shopping. Gas, too. Gas is like $1.50 higher than it was in North Carolina. Actually, you know what? Uh, so my brother-in-law picked us up from the airport, and uh, he drove his truck. He's got the new. He's got a new Nissan. Um, what's those trucks? Nissan. Shoot. The Nissan trucks. I know what you're talking about. You know, Tom, I don't, I don't know the name. name. But... The Nissan trucks, right? It's pretty super, super nice. Uh, I was like, man, this thing's probably going to fill up with a hundred bucks, right? I'm thinking like, because I got to, obviously got to pay him for the gas because he's picking me up from the airport. And plus I got like su- a crap load of luggage, you know, military gives you five per hundred pounds each. So if, if you're taking advantage of the luggage, just like, and I have five to total dependents, it's like 25 a total. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a lot of weight. That is. But anyways, he was in the truck. We put it all in truck bed, and then we got to the gas station halfway through. He was about at a quarter tank, I think. And uh, it filled up with $50 from the quarter tank. And I said, thank God, it's not, <laughs> not as expensive as I thought. If it was in Hawaii, that, that bad boy would have been in at least 80 with three quarters of a tank. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I think my truck. <laughs> and it holds like 23 gallons. Oh. Yeah, it's about it's about 100 up. Right now? Yeah, luckily I live on base, so it's like a mile at a time. So uh, I ain't got to fill up like once a month. But. Jesus, man. You need to get an electric bike like everybody else does. I got me a little scooter, but it'd be raining too much here. That's true. That's true. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this gunny man, you know, hailing in from Hawaii. Again, I appreciate you taking the time to call in and and inform us of, uh, uh, you know, policies that was implemented, starting to be implemented around 2013, I believe. All these, uh, the EOs, the PACs, the uh, Don't Ask, Don't Tell, right around 20, I think it's 2011. Or was it 2000? Uh, don't Ask, Don't Tell was 2011. Tw- then 2013. This order, I think, started in 17. No, I'm t- oh, okay. So all these things, yeah. you know, came into effect right around the, uh, the honor honorable Mr. Obama uh, administration, correct? Yeah, as far as I'm correct. <laughs> oh, well, um, this we're, we're going to talk about, it, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's relevant. I think it's it's uh, it's important, especially th- this current culture, time and age, where COVID has taught us where we couldn't be silent no more. Right, You're either one end or the other end. There's no middle ground, even though there should be a, a higher middle ground, right? Per se, I think you you and me could agree on that. It used to be before that, if you had if you took the middle ground, it's because you were pr- a professional, right? your opinions didn't matter and they wouldn't mix in with professional life. Now everything is just kind of intertwined. Agree? Disagree? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. So it's, it used to be, you know, I was on in San Diego right before COVID. Um, I was talking to good, good friend of mine now, uh, retired first sergeant Randall parks. Highlight your boy, Mr. Randall. Um, he, uh, I go, why, why don't you post, you know, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. He goes, cause I'm professional. That's that's a business, you know. I use I have a business, so anything I post can affect my business. You know what I mean? And so I was like, huh, that's that makes sense. And then after COVID, it was just 
now silence is consent, whether the, whether you, even, even if your opinion doesn't match theirs, right. Or it does silence is consent. That's what everybody believes nowadays. So uh, again, I'm part of the silent majority. So, or silent minority, excuse me. So it's, uh, it's definitely a experience in the last couple of years. What do you think? No, I agree with that. It's definitely uh change. The culture in society has changed within the last three, four years dramatically. Yeah. Let's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, now you know, you know, Mr. Big Al, every time I say your name, it reminds me of Home Improvement. Have you seen that show? Yeah, I've seen that show. <laughs> <laughs> Is oh anyways, let's not go too far off too far off topic, squirrel. Yeah. Um But to answer your initial question, that was quite a bit ago. But um <laughs> the reason we uh we separate the classes to create an environment where it's similar to Sapper, um it allows the Marines to actually ask questions. Um hmm. they don't feel uncomfortable asking questions with their NCOs there or their staff NCOs there. Um because they could be asking a specific question that has to do with one of those NCOs. Mm. So that's why we separate the classes. Interesting. Okay. That that's fair. It's fair. Uh, but I, you but know, it is he, the same material. It is the same material across the entire yeah. classes. Yeah. It is. So I, that, and that's a fair point. I think that, I guess I understand why there's different classes for different, uh, uh, peer groups. Right. But, if it's the same material and we all have the same, I mean, do you, in the, in the different classes, do you, is there questions presented in a different way, but the end result is still the same? Yeah. I mean, you know, like the young Marines are young, so they necessarily don't always know how to ask the questions they're trying to ask. Um, and the staff, I know they're definitely more methodical about how they ask questions. Hmm. You know, besides like just normal day to day stuff. Yeah, so that's really the biggest difference. What What would you prefer? You know, you got all these different classes. Would you prefer the methodical approach between? You know, obviously, obviously for us, it's more now at this point we kind of know how to read between the lines and ask those questions where you have to read between the lines. But would you? Re- the The young Marines are more a little more frank, right? They're more blunt. They're more honest in their in their approach, which definitely helps a lot more. Anyways, what do you think? Um, I enjoy both, but I think the methodical ones, to an extent, kind of get you talking more than <laughs> just the random question. Because there's always a reasoning behind their asking the methodical type questions, so it usually has layers to it. Right. Um, to where the junior Marines is normally just a, a yes or no type answer. Mm. Is it because they don't really care, or is it just they don't know? I think it's more they don't know. Hmm. Or they think that it's never going to apply to them, so they're not really asking any questions about it. Um, when, yeah, you might, coming up in the Marine Corps, you may never deal with this, but it could be one of your Marines that are dealing with it. So you really should pay attention, just like Sapper, suicide prevention, all that other stuff. Just because you're never going to use it doesn't mean you should know it for your other counterparts around you. Absolutely. It's always a good tool in the toolbox, especially if if somebody actually experiences um what the pack um order uh details um i have a i have a question you know how the, all this started back in 2011 right all these yeah. these these kind of uh h 
human resource kind of type policies. You, I, I'm sure you know what I'm trying to describe here. These HR type policies, right? Cause I go into McDonald's. Let's just, let's use McDonald's. Hey, no, no, you know, no harm, no, uh, no bashing on McDonald's. I love the fries. You know what I mean? And the, fries and, are garbage. Yeah. It's right. the worst fries out of any <laughs> fast food restaurant. You're, you're, you're wild. And they have the best no. Coke. They have the best Coke out of all the fast I food. Won't, I won't deny that. I won't deny the Coke. Okay. The French fries, Freddy's is by far way better. Freddy's? Nobody's even heard of Freddy's, dude. It's a Smashburger place. It's amazing. Oh, they have it in it's called Smashburger? No, it's a Smashburger restaurant, but it's called Freddy's. Uh, is that like a Lejeune thing? Um, I think it actually started in the Midwest. Well. The, in like Kansas City area, but. It, it, it's lost. They have one at Lejeune, yeah. Mm, okay, I haven't heard of it, so I can't I can't dog on it. So I can't I haven't tasted it either, so I can't dog They're on like it. Like super seasoned, like Five Guys French fries. They're amazing. No, Five Guys French fries are a little fatter. Okay, these are like shoestring fries, but they're good. Oh, they're delicious. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, I'll look for Freddy's out here. I look for Freddy's. I don't think there's Freddy's out here in Michigan, ladies and gentlemen. I'm in Michigan on on on. Person, uh, PCS leaves. If anyone cares or no wants to know, I'm out here in Michigan. So if you're all here in Michigan, holla at your boy. Anyways, anyways. Um, my next question for you guns. Yeah. You mind if I call you Al? That's fine. All right. Al, it is. Um. So right, these HR type policies. Like again, let me describe McDonald before we went to Squirrel. Right, the Squirrel came by. And anyways. Um, uh, McDonald's, you go into, you know, you work, 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 and then somebody says something, somebody does something, somebody blah, 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 whatever the case may be, whatever situation comes, comes about, you go to the HR, you go to the managers to talk, to see where you can talk to the HR department in terms of what happened to you, right? Or what happened to them, whatever the case may be. These HR policies, uh, are kind of like an open door a uh, complaint box. You know how they have the amnesty box in the military in case you get rounds off the range. It's almost as your anonymous tool to complain about somebody without any remorse or repercussion. Is is that fair? Is that a fair um, assessment or is a fair comparison? Uh, partially. It's definitely not anonymous. Well, they can submit anonymous, but it's like they don't write their name and like slide it under the door. But the moment we see who it is, it's not anonymous anymore, and we have to put their information on it. So there's um, never an anonymous complaint like if it would be in a regular civilian employment? No, not really. Um, not unless they go on the one of the websites and submit a, a claim like that. But that but is an option, we yeah? we see them, yeah. If we see them, uh, like if they hand us a paper, like, all right, it's not anonymous. You're handing it to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, I see you. You see me. There's or no- the Marines that would be like, send me an email. Hey, buddy, this can't be anonymous. Just send me an email. Has your name on it. <laughs> I, I, and that's, I laugh. I only laugh, Al, because that sounds funny. <laughs> because they, have to. <laughs> I, the, the Marine or the whoever submits the, the complaint or whatever the, the case may be, he's like, I want to do this anonymously. I just seen you. The real know. anonymous way to submit, like, grievance or anything you're trying to do is the, uh, during the DOC survey. That's ah. the real anonymous way is which also it, has to deal with the pack but. is it anonymous though because when i'm logging in my computer it has my login credentials is it anonymous it is so i've seen the uh the results from the survey they don't show anyone's name or 
anything like that. But do they have, how do they have uh, rank? Do they have rank and no. So it's, um, I know you put a lot of stuff in there, but the results are just, it's all grouped together. Like for instance, here we're one of six companies. So each company is its own group in the survey. So that's how it's grouped together. It's just grouped by survey has Hmm. nothing to do with, it doesn't show rank name, sex or anything like that. Interesting. I'm sure in detail, it does show, um, did you lie or did you just mis- mistakenly sexual forget something? Stuff does show the female's um, opinion on that, which is kind of interesting. But um, that's the only part that does. It shows the sexual assault climate, I guess you would say. That is the only thing that's broken down by male or female. Hmm. Interesting. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Well, that good thing is not about sexuals. Well. The pack has sexual stuff stuff in it, right? Harassment. Not Harassment, assault. not yeah. assault. Harassment. Sorry, sorry, sorry. See? This is why we're having this chop it up pit talk, you know what I mean? Because um, right. locker room talk is not available and it's not authorized. Anyways. To an extent. Yeah. Correct. Anyway. <laughs> but pit talk is always authorized because, you know, we always go to the pits, hit the, hit the range. You know what I'm saying? At least if you've been in. I ain't been in the range for like seven years. But Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you, but when you did, it, anything was like, all right, you know, what's up, dog? Chop it up, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 right? And everybody was part of the... Trying to pass the time. Yes, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, ladies and gentlemen, locker room talks, not a, not authorized, just so you know. But pit talks, pulling pits and opinions is always authorized. Um. Anyways, the, the, back to the <laughs> squirrel. Jesus, Al, get me on track here. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have, again, I use the analogy of, you know, McDonald's and HR, right? Do you yep. think that these, because this is all, I think before it was implemented, starting in 2011, 20, around 2011, 2013, um, this was just a civilian, civilian policies. Yes. It wasn't, it wasn't at least from my experience, right. I've only been in since 2010 and in my, uh, ex- we, go ahead. They had some portions of it. Like um, it's really more the portion that everyone's familiar with is the hazing portion. There was always an order against hazing. That's right. That's right. Um, that. yep. Ever since the nineties is that incident where the video floated around and then pinning the, the jump wings on yep. that Marine. That's right. That's yeah. right. I do remember watching that video. So that started all the hazing stuff. So that's, that's always been covered. They just switched it under the pack vice, whatever order it was under. It got um, super but, detailed, didn't it? Yeah. Some of the other stuff is, is newer um when you get to like bullying and all that's more recent bullying as you've seen in the civilian culture it's become way more relevant than it has in previous years Hmm. it's it's definitely more relevant there than it would be at least in my again this is all my this is my opinion i'm not saying this is factual in my opinion it seems like it's more relevant to um excuse me what the frick let me do not disturb this real quick. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I think it's been, I think it's more relevant in the civilian sector in the world, vice the military. I don't know. Again, that's my opinion. You can correct me if I'm wrong. And just my experience in 12 short years that I've been in, it, it doesn't seem like I've experienced enough uh-huh. cases. Hopefully we never do. But um, I think it really applies more to the junior ranks because they come in, well, really, like the civilian sector, you're right, in the high school, uh, that's where all the bullying happens and stuff. So then young Marines come in right out of high school. I think that's where 
some of that can actually transfer over. Um, or, you know, the changing of the guard, how everyone says, oh, in my day, right? Everyone says that. Yeah. But the corporals then start doing stuff that was done to them by their previous corporals, and it just kind of feeds down. Hmm. Um, and what they call tradition isn't really Marine Corps tradition. It's some knucklehead that was doing something stupid. It's, are those extreme cases? Or is that, I mean, in your again, you've been in longer. I'm sure that somebody else has been in longer. And somebody else's time is somebody yeah, else's time. Yeah, there's always junior someone. Yeah. It, it just seems like, in, for me, it wasn't really, at least in my experience, it wasn't, or my lived experience for those. Uh, it wasn't really a thing. At least uh, the only type, the only type of strenuous or anything remotely close would have been my PT with Marines. That's what that would be. Like. I don't know. Cause you got like, so from my experience, when we were doing deployments every year, um, and we would get a new Marine in between deployments, everyone kind of treated them different because, Oh, you weren't with us on the last deployment. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of, did create a different culture where maybe that person would feel left out because uh, they weren't hanging out with everyone else because everyone else was tight, which is natural because when you go to war with people, like you naturally become extremely close. So is is it being left out or is just he's just feeling because he doesn't have the experience? He he alone is you know, I guess it's not a. I mean, unless it's super. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? purpose of uh, malicious right i don't think yeah do you do we honestly think ellie again this is um this is my words not anybody else's but do we honestly think is the is the 90 90 marines really f leaving that one out you know what i mean or is it just because he just got here he doesn't know so he doesn't know the talk I mean, I guess the walk the culture right he's gotta he's gotta figure it out and he, we don't have a deployment till next year so even after a whole year you still wouldn't figure it out because we still haven't deployed together yeah, it also depends on that group of individuals. Like, are they going to bring them in and show them the way? Or are they going to, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's an idiot because he didn't go with us last time. You know what I'm saying? Even though that Marines just a fault of their own experience, right? They never deployed, so it's not their fault. But it really depends on the individuals. Cause some people are do get like that. Mm. Like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing, so he's an idiot or whatever the case is. Instead of pulling them under and showing them what to do. I mean, well, I was an idiot at one point too when I came in, but I didn't take that Everyone offense. Was. You know what I mean? I, they called you know me, hey, stop being an idiot. I didn't take it to heart. I was just, I did it something dumb. You know what I mean? Why, why would I take that personal? It, I think uh, for me, again, this is for me, there's personal and then there's situational. At least, at least when there I'm is. correcting yeah. or I'm having a conversation with somebody of accountability type, right? It's a more it's personal is attacking you as as a, you know, I mean, yeah, as yeah. an individual. Ow, man, I hate you, dog. You freaking suck at yeah. this, that, and the other, right? Or, or, hey, dog, you forgot to send an email, or you forgot to do this. You forgot to do it as part of the work. It's operational commitments, right? We got to do this, blah blah. And then you get blasted, and then you take that blasting as it's personal. I think that young. Even everybody that's young, everybody has been in those shoes, right? Where they makes personal. Yeah, I think the, uh, the younger generation has a harder issue, or with separating that. Like it, mentally, they have a harder time separating what's personal and what's not. So they take a normal ass chewing and they think it's personal, and like now it's just part of the business. Like no one is safe from getting their ass chewed. Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen the commandant get 
his ass shoot in front of Congress. You know what I'm saying? So it's no one's safe from it. Yeah, I remember getting my butt chewed before I left Hawaii. So, anyways, <laughs> but wasn't by me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Anyways, um, so but again, well, God dang, we went down a different rabbit hole with that one. Um, this their type of their type of those human resource type policies, right? And I guess you're you're still with the with the outside lens, right? You still got a fresh lens in 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 terms of still new to the pro. I guess still new to the program and still getting your feet wet, right? Can is that fair? It is. It's only been a couple months. So. Yeah, so I I think that it's fair to since you got the fresh lens. Is it is it is it mixing well? Do you think it mixes well in your experience and then obviously the new class that you, you under your belt, the new tool, little you know perf, uh, fit rep, billet point, right? Is it, does yep. it mix well? Is it, is it, is it, is it conducive to our lethal warfighter culture? Um, I th- think it's a good question. Um, I think it does. It is conducive, but to an extent, it really depends on the Marines per unit, right? So everyone, every unit has their own culture, things of that nature, but um, it shouldn't, then really the, the whole thing with the package is protecting an individual to make sure they're not discriminated against based off race, sex, color, anything like that. Right. So it's really equal opportunity for everyone. Excuse me. Um, so in that sense, yes, I do think, cause we shouldn't be treating each other different because of any of that. Right. Right. Um, of course, of course. Yeah. That's, that's, that's fair. None of that would affect our lethality in my opinion. When you put yes, when you when you say specifically, right, race, um, what was the other one? <laughs> race? Yeah, the, I mean the barracks are the the best example of this. You'll go through and you'll see every different race partying together, like all kinds of different diversity that you would never see in the civilian world. That that's that's fair. Yep, we, we're definitely a big mixing pot. I think, uh, uh, to my my personal opinions out of it, but. Yeah, I think it's the military is a good mixing pot. I think every as a as a whole, as a DOD whole, it's a good mixing pot. Yes, I agree. So, so you so you're saying you do it does mix well and it does it does bring good order and discipline. It does definitely uh, make us more lethal. Can we get it more? Can, then now you're not. It prevents people from creating division in between the unit, mm-hmm. or it could prevent um, division within the unit based off those seven protected categories. Um, but it, again, it all depends on the actual individuals at that unit. Interesting. So yeah, I, I think it's I mean, based off got, maturity. I don't know. Is it, is that fair? Yeah, maturity? It. it is. Hmm. So someone's Which mature is, level will dictate how many complaints you have, I'm assuming. Um, it could, because even someone's maturity level would depend on if they're going to try and submit a false accusation as well. Or don't understand policy, so it's definitely yeah. a, a bad allegation or a complaint, right? Yeah, which is up to us to decipher that. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll you decipher s- if it's not, and then be on with it. Hmm. Interesting. I do got a question because you you did mention seven protected categories. I'm not trying to put you on spot or anything. Seven, right? You did, you said seven. Yeah. Can you elaborate the seven? Because I know. Look, 
I I will be the first one, and I'm, I'm not to be. I don't want to be naive, or we're not naive, excuse me. And I'll be the first one to tell you. Sometimes it's just a click through, right? Like for me, it's sometimes, and then other times, other classes, other annual trainings, because we have a multiple. We have the same topic multiple times a year. We so, yeah. Sometimes it's just like it clicks. I was like, huh? Actually, I never. Yeah. I never paid attention to that part. Why is that different? So then I pay attention, right? So I think that's what happens to yeah. me every single year. I'm sure it's different for everybody, but I think that's for the majority of us is kind of like going through the motions, right? Taking the flow of water just down the river. And then all of a sudden you hit a rock and you're like, oh, interesting. I never thought about it that way, right? I think yeah, that's so from- seven are, we got sex, including pregnancy, right? Um, race, religion, um, sexual orientation, sexual identity. Uh, what were the other two? Um nationalities one uh what the fuck's the last one <laughs> it'll come to me <laughs> i don't remember the last one exactly um oh, that's fine i'd have to get the order out and look at it but, hey um it is what it is you know it is what it is you always you always got to refresh yourself every single week you know you got to read renew the mind every single time so yeah every anytime someone comes in and asks about it i just pull out the order and go right off the book but um yeah the, the one that i think you specifically had a question about a sexual identity. Yes. You so why? Question. So yeah. my, my question is, is why, again, I'm sure I'm going to find out here the hard truths, right? Why it's, why it's protected. However, in the military, we talk about, we, we know that in any military branch, even if they try to change it to make it gender neutral, right? Yeah. They, they revert back to the original policy and make it women and men. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. So there's no confusion in the military. It's either men or women. And you're doing one of the two trainings or one of the two, the one of the two trainings, one of the, whatever the case may yeah. be. Right. Gender. And when you confuse, not confuse, because, again, we, we might not know as young Marines, young sailors or, you know, airmen, uh, soldiers, uh, brothers in arms, sisters in arms. Right. We might not know. Or we do, and we're seasoned, and we're trying to figure out why would they put that in there? Because it's kind of confusing. That we don't have uh, different yeah. ideologies. We don't. We don't. We only have one, which is male and female. You can't. You can't mix the two. So, can you explain why yeah, so that the, that portion specifically from what we are taught um, is in the order for when an individual gets to a certain point in their transition that they are then protected from being discriminated against based off their new sex. So once that individual gets to, I forget what the exact thing is in the actual order, but it's uh, once they're going through all the medical and it officially changes in MOL from man to female or female to male, um, that is when it's they're actually protected. They can't just come in one day and be like, oh, I'm a female, you gotta, I gotta run a female PFT, you know what I'm saying? So it's, um, it's official. It's official. So, yeah. like for example, what you do in your off time is completely different than what what the policy is talking about. Absolutely. Ah, interesting. There you go. For sexual identity. Yeah. For yeah, for that for that part, right? Um, well, there you go. That answers that question. I was always wondering because it it definitely in this current culture and current time. There's a lot of mixing of the two or mixing that um, people don't understand. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, it's mixing and a lot of people have their personal opinions about it, but that's what it was uh, designed for. That makes sense. Um, okay, so now that you break that down Barney style, I understand. 
whether yeah, I agree so with that. Yeah. It passed in MOL. Now they're a female. All right, now you hold them to the female standards, vice the male, or vice versa, um, including grooming standards. Hmm. Interesting. Which is interesting. Yes. But I haven't, again, I, my, order, so. it is the order. I haven't experienced it. I haven't encountered them, um, encountered that specific scenario. So I couldn't even tell you, like if, even if, even if they did look the part or play the part or whatever the case may be, uh, I wouldn't, I haven't experienced it in the Marine Corps yet. So, uh, it, cause is that the Nor same thing I. for you? Yeah. See, so it's, it's definitely, uh, what's that called? Diamond in the, not diamond, a needle in the haystack. Right. I don't know if. Yeah, it's gonna be a rare. It's not like there's gonna be platoons of people walking around like that. But mm. interesting. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, that answers that question. Well, wow. uh, so I got some now. Some of these other questions, you know, I know that we yeah. spoke a couple of weeks and we've we've just been, kind of been chopping it up about it, you know this upcoming session. But uh, you know, you've been in 15 and some change, and then you're getting you're you know you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. 20 years is coming up pretty quick, a, a tour and a half almost, right? So it's kind Absolutely. of. You're, you're definitely, you definitely have a lot to lose if you make a bad choice. I'm assuming, that's fair to say. It's for all of us, right? At least when you become a careerist, uh, you definitely, yeah. your choices are definitely not your own anymore. It's kind of you got a family or you have obligations or co- compromises that definitely affect your mindset and definitely make the choices you make, right? Because sometimes single Marine, single, you know, single uh, brothers in arms, sisters in arms, right? They make bad choices, and it's just because young and dumb. And no big deal because they have no obligations. They don't know any better. First time of being away from parents, so all these these things come into into play. But you've been you see you're a season you're a season devil dog, right? <laughs> season devil dog. So has it changed your views as a gunnery sergeant, right? Because you're a gunny, so now you you know the the OIC or the commander says this is what I want to do. We say, aye, aye, sir, and we make it happen. Or ma'am, and we make it happen, right? We do the planning, and then the execution happens. And then the the OIC commander's like, huh, hell yes, gun yes, what's up? I appreciate that, right? Whether it be getting them a day off or working the weekend to get the day off, right? Whatever the case may be, we are in there as senior, senior enlisted to assist. Yep. yep. So to execute. Has this program... Uh, change your views as a gunnery sergeant good bad or indifferent uh the views not necessarily it's still the same like i'm not i wasn't acting wild or anything before the course or anything so it's not like anything that would have got me in trouble or anything like that but the view portion i do notice like my ears are more attentive i guess i would say to what people are saying to each other um so it's kind of like and then, of course, a better to be a better advisor to the CEO, of course, uh, to prevent them from potentially doing anything. So it's kind of like on the office, Toby, everyone kind of fucking hates Toby, but he is the HR guy, yeah. which is essentially what the EO does. He's always advising Michael, like, hey, you shouldn't be saying that or doing that. And then he does it anyway, and then he gets in trouble and has to report to corporate. So Yeah, so... A lot of senior, senior Marines, right? Because senior Marines would be officer enlisted alike. The senior yeah. Marines say there's no HR department in the military. But wrong, wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wrong. 
Yeah. <laughs> Hard or pass. There is yeah. HR programs, right? Programs yeah. and policies. But the, as far as the department, is there a department? No, right? There's just people that represent yeah. the policy. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. correct. Um, but what it doesn't protect, and this is where a lot of Marines get um, probably butthurt and where a lot of their butthurt comes from, is it doesn't protect rank. So NCO tells you, hey, go do this. And you have to go do it. Like, there's no protection. You can't use that against them. Um, so that's where a lot of them get upset about it. But hmm, it's what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. So there, I mean, that's good. That's good. I think it's good that it hasn't changed your view as, views as a gunnery sergeant. I, again, it definitely, you said it did open your ears. You're more sensitive now. I don't know if sensitive is the right word. But More I think aware, you, aware. Yeah. There you go. Aware. Better. Better. Yeah. Better use of the English language. Aware of what is said. Um, do you? Okay. So I also already cut you off, but I did notice. Like I'll, st- I still talk to my Marines the same, right? But the I am more cautious around Marines I don't know than I was before. Hmm. Interesting. Because I don't know their personality, so I don't know what could trigger them. You know what I'm saying? I don't know their backgrounds or anything. Maybe a joke would be triggering some PTSD that they had from a kid, um, stuff like that. So that's why I am more cautious around Marines that aren't mine, that I don't personally know. That's, I mean, that's fair. I mean, cause you, again, you don't trust everybody you meet. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I was stupid enough to make those that decision, you know, a couple of times and I've got burned in the process. And now I'm more, more aware of who I let in and who I let out. Right. So, and I think that's, it's fair to your viewpoint and a fair, you know, comparison to, to what this program's done for you. Um, do you second your second yourself, uh, second guess yourself? as a man or as a gunshot, as a leader, because of this program, you did say you're more aware. So could that be considered second guessing, right? Cause now you're not being the true leader that people want, right? Cause now you're being, since you use the word aware, we're more aware. So now we're going to be more cautious could be synonyms, right? They're not definitely not um, antonyms. So yeah, you're definitely more cautious, but I don't think it's changed how I am as a leader necessarily. Um, you just word things a little different. That's all. Hmm. So of, Hey, dumbass, why'd you do this? <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I don't uh, know if, tell me why you did that. I don't know if dumbass is, is malicious. You know what I mean? You were a dumbass in sending the stupid email yeah, that you I were, that would we, I didn't read and you sent to the CEO, right? Dumbass. Yeah. That's, that's what you're saying. I'm just, again, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's an example. That was a, yeah. dumb it was a dumb move you're not being personal you're not malicious in that in that way it's no, situational yeah, see, right where the younger the younger marines do have a harder time let's let's, let's generalize let's generalize here let's yeah. let's let's say that i think it's across the board the military branches let's generalize yeah. the service member uh because if it's a, if it's you know again we're only a small portion of the service of all the dod Very so if it, if we were the army, the size of the army, I guess it would be the same amount of numbers going around, right? But maybe, maybe lower, maybe yep. few, maybe more, whatever the case may be. But this is generalized. I don't think people, young people, know the difference or they take it personal because that's the culture we live in now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. So I think I think us as leaders, we got to that key term, sustain the transformation, right? Because you know, there's there's an indoctrination period in boot camp, and there's and then you sustain that transformation all even all into the fleet, and then as they grow on their own two feet, start running around, right, making their own decisions as a leader, then now they have to sustain sustain that same transformation we did that for them. So if we don't understand, as leaders, do you think you can blame us as senior enlisted or senior officers, right, senior Marines and senior service members that if we don't explain the difference between professional and situational or personal and situational, the young young people would just take mix the lines and they'll never know the difference between the two? Absolutely. Hmm. Interesting. Hopefully, I did that with my Marines. <laughs> I th- I, w- I would like to say I, I did, guess, and I try to do that with like when I see something happen. I'm like, all right, I know you're upset right now. One, you got to learn to control your your emotions in the military. That's that's a huge one, or it'll get your ass in trouble real quick. Um, which I'm even still had to stop myself from sending an email yesterday, um, directed at a hire. Right, but. In, in, um, in, hold on, let me, let me in a, that email yeah. for you uh, young people that don't just are not service members, you know, the, the nasty DM, the nasty response. Yeah. You know, it's a DM that's, that's negative. What it was. Yeah, it was, it was typed up. I deleted it, but so, it was there. Um, but yeah, so I explained to them so that they know, hey, this isn't you personally. Yes, your action led you to here. So deal with it pers- uh, on a professional level, but it's not a personal thing towards you whatsoever it's all professional um but a lot of people don't do that they just give the ass chewing and then let it be but they never explain um to that marine why that happened you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um, it's like a dog you eat a dog for peeing on the rug but you never like rub its nose in it. it's not going to know what it did wrong it's just going to keep peeing on the rug yeah so you're saying rub the nose first and then and then spank. Well, Hell yeah. yes, I like I like your mentality. Yeah. You Discipline. That's essentially what a young marine is. A dog. <laughs> a dog. Like a young dog. A young puppy. A puppy. Yeah. Let's say puppy. Like, training it. A child. You're training it right to be an NCO to be a leader. So you're training it, and you not necessarily you don't actually beat them, obviously, but punish them when necessary. Let them know what they did wrong, how they can be better, and then move on. Right. That's fair. But. So the next, these next couple questions are, uh, I'm going to ask, I'm not insinuating anything towards you. I just, it's just a question uh, that came up. Uh, does, so does this class you did make, you did mention again, it did make you more aware. Um, does this class, does this billet hold the, this the title you hold, this billet you hold, does it make you more diverse in thought and speech or does it, since you're more aware Kosh, again, I'm only being devil's advocate here again. I'm just asking the question. Maybe somebody's thinking it. Do, does it make you more diverse in thought and speech, or is just it definitely hinders your, your leadership abilities? Um, I wouldn't say it would hinder because now, because I am more aware of what I say, I think it, it resonates with more people now because I'm not excluding people by the way I was speaking before. Does that make sense? Yeah, but dumbass is general. No, yeah, that. <laughs> That's just an example earlier. Oh, okay, okay. Like now, because I'm more aware of what I'm saying, I'm not, because you know when someone's saying something and you immediately like turn them off because of something they said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they're saying. Yeah. Right. That's now since I'm more aware, I think it allows more people to actually listen because I'm not doing or saying those phrases that turn people off from listening. 
That's fair. I, I know exactly what you mean. So it, it, this is a kind of a two-part question, just diverse. And it does make you, it, I guess your speech makes you more, uh, I hate this these terms, but this it, you are more inclusive is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to run around talking like the teenagers do now, but yeah, it definitely. That's true. I think uh, I had a a session on bridging a generational gap on on an NCO, and they were talking about like put your finger in a button. I'm like, what the what the freak? You know? Yeah. I don't. And then you smell it or something. I don't know what the hell he said. You got to listen to that part in the podcast, but super weird. I don't know what the hell it meant. I I still don't know what it means, right? I still I'm blurted between the lines, but. I understand what you're saying. Don't be talking around like goddamn high schoolers. Interesting. I mean, we did yeah. not. We didn't already, though. I don't understand why it would. I guess prevent us from being because I. I always think at is think of it as preventing us from being just a true Israel Garcia. Now I'm. It almost seems like some of us would think, oh, now I gotta walk on these eggshells. I can't say and do and be honest with myself. Because I am gonna, I understand. That. You know what I mean? Like, um, is it is is yeah. that viewpoint out there? Is it or no? Uh, some people feel like that with the pack, um, but maybe their their selves and the way they really want to act doesn't align with the Marine Corps values. So that's the way they feel like that hmm. to an extent. Because um, obviously it's a Marine Corps order, so they feel like it goes with the Marine Corps values, which it does. Treat everyone the same, regardless of how the Marine Corps started and Monfort Point and all that stuff. But um, we're at a point where I think everyone should be treated the same, but I still think the PFT thing is, that's a, another conversation. But um, yeah, I do think, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the inclusive, diverse in speech and thought. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, the effects of the TBI. I had, so. <laughs> That's that's a safe. You're safe. <laughs> yeah, right, Al. I caught it. I hope somebody else is gonna catch it. Anyways, um, yeah. okay. So for you, for you personally, it doesn't it doesn't hinder you as a leader or as a person. It definitely it definitely amplifies your skills. Is that what you're saying? Amplifies. Yeah, I guess that's a a good enough word i mean it does uh since i've been teaching and training i do notice a lot more marines actually interact with me maybe i don't know if they feel um that since we had the class and i told them that that they feel more open because i am here for them um or if they just now know who i am because i am newer to the unit mm, um, that, that's fair that's a fair point that's fair look at it too you could be yeah, like, know, oh so this is our new r that's good to know let me go well, ask there wasn't a new r before i was here so yeah that's probably it too right yeah that's true it could be it um well there ladies and gentlemen this is the eor of of not Marine Corps base wide, but he's out in Hawaii. So if, um, again, guns, man, Al, I appreciate you taking, taking the time to come and explain and make us more, our eyes more open to the pack and the EOR billet. Um, it's definitely, it's, it sounds hefty, right? It sounds like we're still new in, in, in terms of, uh, I guess getting our feet wet, right. As a, as a, as a Marine Corps organization. Um, is that fair? 
Or is it yeah, it's full grown, kind of, full I mean, circle, the, it's ready to go? I mean, the order was, the new order was signed um, last year, but the previous version of that was a couple years old. So it's it's been around. I just don't think um, the training has been provided to everyone. Mm. Before I got here, I've never had pack training. Uh, let's just, well, here but, we go. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody's yeah, going to look you up like, who's the commander for this? Who's the this, that, and the other? Uh-oh, here we go. It, he was or just saying in general, he forgot because of yeah. his TBI, TBI, whatever the frick. They don't have one eye, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot, Al. That's crazy. So it sounds like overall it 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 helps you. Um, it's, it's meant to help. Um, I guess some individuals can try and use it against anyone just like, sapper and there's always gonna be false claims of of anything so it's it's the process is there to play itself out um but yeah that's sweet dude so uh yeah that's the pack that's the eor in a nutshell that's awesome Al. so you're gonna be doing that for a while now yeah at least for that tour and that unit yeah i think uh well at least probably at least while i'm here um i don't know if my next unit's going to make me do it or not, we'll see. If they find out, they probably will. But, <laughs> but you're not going to volunteer. <laughs> no, you know how that goes. Yeah, that's true. It, yeah, when something does happen, it does become Jones, your main priority. So dr- it, you yeah, like quite a bit of time. ceremonies and drill because you're a drill instructor. Yeah. Not everybody was a drill master. I'll tell you that, ladies and gentlemen. Not everybody was a drill master. Absolutely. So we have plenty of drill waivers. I think like more hey, you, than- you chose that life. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. <laughs> But I think um, you know one last one last uh, point. So I use I used a couple a couple sessions ago. I use Pandora's box, right? So there's a Sikh. I don't know if you know of Sikh religion, right? Uh, I still don't know too much of it. I just know the wave tops, right? Uh, there's a religion called Sikh. Uh, Pandora's box. Let's use uh, first. Let's use Pandora's box. Pandora's box is kind of for those. Not insulting anybody's intelligence. I'm not intelligent in any way. I just kind of have life experience. I'm not intelligent in any way. I just have life experience, ladies and gentlemen. But Pandora's box is basically when you open it, stuff comes out. Whatever you're trying to open, it just comes out, and then stuff just keeps coming out. Right, like the the, the Avengers movie, right? What's that called? Quantum? No, the uh, Ant Man and the Quantumanium, or whatever the frick. What's it called? Al? Yeah. You know, see different That's worlds, it. different yep. paths, all these whatever. Right, Spider Verse, whatever the frick it's called, right? Um, you just have all these different areas, different worlds, different uh, and avenues and approaches, right? And it's kind of like Pandora's box. Once you start taking stuff out, it just kind of just starts. It might go wild if if it if you take something out or add something. Excuse me. So I I think I think of these policies, uh, not all policies, but some. Uh, they're almost like Pandora's box. It's like almost you make you you put this you implement this box, whether it be exemptions or you know uh, policy or rules. It's almost as though these are Pandora's box, and it's eventually Pandora's box burst, right? And then it's everywhere, right? I don't think all everything civilian should automatically correlate to the military. Is it is that fair? Because I think I don't want to. When we go forward, it's not civilians that go forward. It's service members, service to our country, service to our brothers and brothers and sisters in arms, 
and service for the defense of our country, right? So when we go forward, we're the same. It doesn't matter yeah. what you do. We're ready to. We're taking the orders of the commander in chief and our you know officer in charge or commanding officer, whatever the case may be, wherever you're at, however small or unit you are, fire team you are, unit size, you know, MAF, whatever, MLR, whatever. Um, when we go forward, we're the same. We are pushing, pressing, right the enemy, so that we can win. We are exactly. at the disposal of the commander in chief so we can kill America's enemies. Um, so I don't know, again, this is just me thinking right now on, on the fly without thought or, you know, intellectual backing or factual backing. It just almost seems like these, the more you let in, the more it potentially can get worse. You know what I mean now? Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand what you're trying to say. So it's, it's almost just like, can we, can we take a notch, like a step back here? Let's take a deep breath before we start rolling over some other stuff that don't really necessarily apply to us because our culture is different than a civilian culture, yes? Yeah, I think so. So I used, who was it the other day that was reading, God dang it, article, I just forget it. I probably won't take too long to quote it. Uh, Well, we'll drop that to the side. That sucks. Well, anyways, uh, Al, again, I appreciate you taking the time. Um to talk about the EOR, the EOR billet that you hold in the PAC, the PAC program. Um, it, it sounds like, uh, Marines, uh, enlisted officer, like we should definitely ask the questions if we don't know. And, and with you, with you definitely at the helm, it makes it a little easier to ask these questions, right? Cause some of us are uncomfortable to be honest with it, with everybody. And I think it, the honesty is the best policy, right? There's no way around it. If you beat around the bush, it's just beating around the bush. I need to know that you know. And if you don't know, just say you don't know, right? Then you're not a dumbass. You're not a dumbass, right? Yeah. Or the commander will say, the commander can trust that you're either going to get the answer, right? Or have the answer. But don't beat around the bush with senior senior Marines, right? It just doesn't make any sense. You're going to look like an idiot at the end of the day. Absolutely. So, again, I appreciate you taking the time, man. It's It's been a pleasure, even though I've, I've seen you a couple of days ago, right? <laughs> but hey man you have my number uh call me don't be a stranger if you ever need anything uh you know where to contact me ladies and gentlemen uh it's gun gunny gunnery sergeant excuse me be professional gunnery sergeant alan man okay. uh out in marine corps base hawaii if you ever encounter him good dude he's definitely go to bat for you good person to be around um again thanks man i appreciate it any uh any last no, uh no save rounds those <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is pit talk where we talk about anything and we have opinions about everything not locker room talk let's make sure we know the difference um ladies and gentlemen this has been been put pit talk pulling pits and opinions with the host gunny g and we out is a podcast featuring active service member who discusses their thoughts and opinions on various issues surrounding military life, current events, and issues. The statements heard here are the opinions of its members and guests. These do not necessarily reflect the views of the Department of Defense and are not endorsed or sponsored in any way. Listener, your discretion is advised.